0: Hey girl, thank you so much for joining us back here on the So What Happened Was podcast. I'm your girl Sonia and today we're going to be talking about all things end of the year and a freaky dream that I had last night. Now, not a freaky dream that I wish I had, not that kind of freaky, okay, but I had a crazy dream that I have to share with you guys. Um, I shared it with my brother this morning and he gave me the chills because he already knew immediately where I was at. When I had this dream. So let me just jump right into this conversation. Again, that's why you guys heard the in the beginning of this podcast. It's because it's like phone call conversations that you have with your girlfriend. So, hey girl. So, last night I had a crazy dream that just made me feel so motivated. Well, scare the shit out of me, first of all, but it made me feel so motivated for the year to come. And let me tell you why. Okay, so I have to just walk you through my dream quickly and well, as quickly as I can because my stories can drag, but give me a chance. So I was in my mom's house. So the fact that my brother knew that my spider dream was at my mom's house, it freaked me out. First of all, I got chills instantly, but okay. I was there with one of my exes, two exes ago. So not my son's father who I'm on and off with, but an ex before him. I don't know why he was there and honestly i was like what the hell are you doing here in my brain in my dream so even my subconscious was like boy bye so we were walking down the hallway and he walked all the way down the hallway into my bedroom okay and he's calling me like what are you doing come on get over here so i'm walking in the hallway and my mom has a really small house mind you okay so you can get from the front door to my bedroom down the hallway in like 2.5 seconds because it's that tiny so I'm walking down the hallway, and everything is really white, and it looked like nothing was there. Like, there's no furniture, um, at least from my recollection, because, you know, we forget a lot about our dreams when we wake up, but there was nothing there. It was just all white, and it kind of looked like someone stretched cotton along the walls, the floors, and the ceiling. So it was very bizarre, because my mom had, like, a lot of stuff in her little house. So when I was walking down the hallway, I was like, what the hell's going on here? I took a deeper or closer look and I realized that it was actually like spider webs that were stretched across everything, but like neatly. It wasn't like a spooky haunted house where they're hanging around, they're all messy. They're actually like perfectly like stretched. It looked like cotton. That's how white it was. That's how thick it was. And I was able to walk on it, you know? So as I was getting closer to the webs, I can see these black little beads. Which to me, instantly I was like, oh shit, there's a bunch of spider eggs all up in these webs. So I'm like, great, I'm going to end up like shaking up the web and it's the the mom of all these damn spiders are going to come out and kick my ass or eat me or whatever, you know? So I'm like, ugh, great, full of anxiety. I'm like walking faster down the hallway. I cut the corner and there are these huge big black balls. (laughs) Oh my God. I really hope you guys are wearing headphones or earbuds because Lord have mercy someone's going to walk in your, your door or overhear me say big black balls again. And they're going to be like, what the hell are you listening to? Okay. I I need to focus. So I see these big black balls. <laughs> Sorry. I'm a little kid. Um, And I'm like, great. These things, I'm going to start calling them things now. Okay. These things are going to open up and there's going to be some big old thick baddie in there. Okay. So I start freaking out and I see one pop out. I'm like, "Oh my god, it's a black widow. I'm going to it's widow. It's a black widow and I'm going to die." So, I rushed to open up the and it's the door to my childhood bedroom. So, I open it up and I shut the door behind me and inside of the room, I could hear them. I couldn't see them anymore. Not that the room was dark, I just didn't see them because I was focused on shutting the door and blocking underneath the door so that none of the spiders can come in. Um So, as I was doing that, I'm using, like, the dumbest things to block the path of the door, okay, underneath the door, the threshold, or where it should be, and spiders are coming through. I'm using this long green pillow that I actually have on my couch at the moment, and I'm, like, struggling to, like, block the door, and no one's helping me, okay? I mind you, I have two people in the damn room with me, and no one's helping me. So, I'm, like, trying to, like, block the spiders from coming in, and a couple of spider spiders get through. Now I turn around and I'm looking for something to kill the spiders with. So I grab something and as I'm about to kill the spider, I'm telling my son in a, like a calm, I'm not even freaked out anymore. I'm telling my son, "Okay. This is how you're going to kill a spider, okay? You're going to smush him like this, but you need to make sure that you close your eyes a little bit when you smush him, kind of like you do when you squeeze a lime or a lemon." So, I'm telling him, "Squish the spider. But you're going to squish it and close your eyes just a little bit. You want to still see, but you squish them. And I woke up. I'm reaching over to find my phone, like, before my eyes could even adjust to the light and to, like, figure out that I'm in my bed and I'm out of my dream. I'm searching for my phone because I want to look up what does this mean. Do you guys do this? Am I the only one that does this? One of my sisters, my twin sister, Christina, she actually, I think she's the one that had a book. That we found at the library because as kids we would walk over to the public library and spend hours and hours reading books listening to audiobooks or music and things like <laughs> hashtag what poor kids do um we would do that all the time and there was a dream book and we would go and rent that book all the time like back to back to back to back because we were always so curious about what our dreams meant and I went to do that. Anytime I have, like, a significant dream like that, like, what the hell did that mean? Like, what was the purpose of that? I always look it up. So, I searched it, and it could be good or bad. Just like, what is this funky mold doing on my back? You know, it's going to be cancer, or it's nothing. Like, it just depends on the source of um, the information. So, I had both. It said, oh, you know, you see spider webs, and you see spiders, that's a good omen. That means money's coming to I'm Like, oh, okay, alright. And then... On another page, it said, oh, well, spiders are bad, especially if there's a bunch of them. That means you're being manipulated or bad things or bad times are coming. I'm like, bitch, we already went through 2020. Like, what else is going to happen to me? Like, I don't know if I can survive another year like that. It was, this has been a really rough year. And then I kept searching because, of course, we naturally search until we see something that makes sense or something that we want to hear or see. So I continued to read and read and read and maybe about 30 minutes later, I run into um, spiders signify, especially multiple spiders, signify anxiety, which I have spoken so openly about my struggles with anxiety, which you guys, you could probably hear my voice go up and down, up and down. It's because of the muscles in my throat restrict when I have anxiety. So, um... Yeah, I'm like super open about it and I got over the fact that anxiety meant that I was like a little bitch or like I was weak or something. Like I just know that it's just my body's emotional response to past traumas or current current stresses or um, it could even be like me taking on anxiety because I care about people in my life so much that I want to protect them, but ultimately, ultimately, like, I don't have any control over that. So, to me, I feel like that dream signified 2020 in a nutshell, okay? Like, it signified the work that I did as far as self-care and self-awareness and over overall, like, just taking care of my mental health, okay? And then also taking care of my son at the same time. Although I'm going through all of these battles, I was still able to keep my composure and still teach my son, like, this is how we're going to defeat what's on the other side of this wall. Even though we are outnumbered, we're still going to fight. Oh my God, I'm getting emotional. I'm getting emotional just talking about this. Because it's so true. Okay, I need a minute. Okay. Okay. All that to say it's been a really rough year for myself and so many of you who are listening and maybe it wasn't that bad maybe you've been through your 2020 20 years ago 10 years ago last year or maybe it's yet to come just know that it doesn't last forever and use it to for motivation to continue to fight and know that it won't last forever it won't it just It just doesn't. There has been so many situations in my life where I felt like I was literally going to die like this is it. I either didn't want to continue to breathe or like I just felt like there's just no end to this pain or this struggle ever and it came. Now if you think about it, there have been moments in your life I'm sure where you felt like this pain was never going to go away. The stress was never going to go away. You were not going to see an out to the dark tunnel that you were in. It just felt like it was never ending. There's no hope, right? Well, there is another instance in my life, um, which maybe you guys could see this in coming in as the form of like a stimulus check that a lot of people are waiting on. I know it's not very much because it's, I think it's $600 that they approved here in California. And I know it's a lot of people feel so many different ways about it, but it could be life changing for someone who really, really desperately needs it. So like I mentioned earlier in this podcast, maybe you've experienced your 2020 years ago. And for me, it was 10 years ago when my son was under a year old, his father left the first time. And when he left, it was a very dramatic departure as well. But maybe I'll say that for another time. I'm just gonna get to the part where the light came the end to my struggles in that moment in that season and that storm came he left and when he left he took the money that we shared because it was his income i mean it was his we were together so i got to benefit from his income so he left and he took the car with him too and shortly before he left i surrendered my car i I think it took me months to surrender my car. I was hiding my car. I was filled with anxiety. I was worried they were going to take it. They were going to repossess it. Every time I heard uh, even a a sound that sounded like it would be a tow truck driver, it would freak me out. I would call my siblings and be like, can I store my car at your house? Like, I don't want them to take it. Like, just holding onto it for dear life because I didn't have anything. That's all I had left. And I have a newborn baby that I, I can't even provide for. I was on government assistance. A program called WIC where they gave me food vouchers so I couldn't exchange them for money I would go to these certain stores that were designated for those coupons which I loved because I didn't feel judged we all were doing the same thing because if you try to use your food stamps or those WIC coupons at like Target or Walmart Like, they make it a big deal, big fuss, and, like, everybody's in line, like, waiting for you, and, like, you just feel embarrassed. Like, there's just so much that goes into that, you know? So that's why I really loved those little stores that I kept it private. You get to still keep your dignity and feed your kid at the same freaking time. Anyhow, I got home from the market or from that little store with the groceries that I could get with the budget that they gave me, and I just felt like... What am I going to do? Like, all I have is $20 left, no unemployment now, like literally nothing, you guys. And out of nowhere, I get a deposit from Google AdSense for $300. I celebrated and I screamed and I cried and I was dancing around my room at my mom's house with my little baby like I won $300 million. That's how much those three hundred million meant to me. I felt like I still got it I'm still in the game I can still change my life I'm not done yet like you can't count me out and I just hope that you guys know that you're not out either like your light is coming your chance your second wind is on its way do not give up I know the holidays are rough when you're alone so speaking to the single people now I am also spending this new year's alone My son is with his dad this year because we alternate back and forth. Like I did last year, I just went to sleep. I went to sleep normal time, actually a couple of hours earlier to make sure that I was like totally knocked out for the countdown. Um, And I woke up and I said, happy new years to my son. This year, I'll probably just call him and say happy new year or, you know, I'll see you later because he's going to come back tomorrow night anyway. Um, But I'm okay with that. I'm okay with the fact that I'm going to sleep prepared to kill it and crush it tomorrow, okay? So I hope that you guys will change your perception and perspective of the situation that you may be in, maybe not be in, um, and possibly could be in in the future to help motivate yourself to get yourself up and still keep fighting. Don't give up, okay? So that's what I want to leave you with in 2020. It's been a rough hard messy ass year that a lot of us just want to forget but the the reality of what's going on it's probably not going to change very much anytime soon so we've got to adapt and we have to get creative and we have to motivate ourselves to do things better instead of sitting around and you know submitting to the negativity and submitting to the fact that we can't go anywhere then do something about it. There's so many things that you could do in your house. Like you could paint, you can draw, you can organize, you can clean, you could create an online business. You can learn a new craft. There's just so many things that we can do here at home. You have time to write handwritten letters to your friends and family. My little sister surprised everybody in our family with handwritten letters. I thought that was so, so sweet. I wrote her back and she never wrote me back. That's fine. But I thought that was like the cutest thing ever that she took the time to sit down and write everybody these sweet, sweet letters. And I hope that you guys can do something just as creative or just as sweet with your time. Instead of just sitting around and, you know, being controlled by all of the self doubt and insecurities that may be kicked up. Thanks to all of this extra time that we have sitting around the house. For me, I was over-functioning. I was working way too hard. I was trying to put my toe in every pond that could possibly make me money because I was so worried about losing everything. I couldn't even enjoy my life. So these last few weeks that I've started to slow it down, I've started to gain my confidence back just from slowing down, which is wild, and also um, just making a plan For this next year. So, I hope you guys will do that as well. Stay connected on Instagram. It's SWHW Podcast. And you guys can follow me there, leave comments, let me know what you guys thought about this episode and the one before. Don't forget to share it with your friends and family if you feel like they would get something out of it. Um, I've got tons of fun content that's coming, so, not so serious and emotional, girl. Um, Me and my friends, actually, I had to lower down the volume. That's how loud we were cackling and laughing. So those conversations are coming next year (laughs) in one day. Um, So, yeah, sit tight. Don't forget to follow. Also, leave me a review if you guys would like to help my podcast get heard by more people. I know just in the first few days, my podcast was actually um, released to so many other podcast platforms. And that was so exciting because, um, it's another mountain. I feel like I'm on top of, I hesitated for such a long time and it's finally here and I'm so grateful. So anyhow, thank you so much for listening and I can't wait to chat with you again.